Hi. Welcome to the Creep End. Hi. I'm your host, Brittany. This is my co-host and sister, Kaylin. Hello. Hmm. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you're a little... Hi. (laughs) It's better than a freaking pervert hello. (laughs) You know, it's called the creep end. So, you know, a little creepy hello. I suppose if you're trying to be on brand. I don't even know who the fuck that is. You're just just marketing yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure everybody who listens to this already is like, oh my god, they're weirder than what we thought. (laughs) My favorite uh, meme is the one where it's like <laughs> adds coworkers to Facebook. Oh, she's weird as hell in real life too. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yup. And me. we're unfriending. We're like, oh, I wish I never added you here. Oh God. All right. So this week we chose to do prophecies. Yay! So. Like, you know, doomsday prophecy stuff. All the good creepy shit. Stuff that I hated seeing on History Channel when I was a child because it made me terrified of the end of the world, which has come and gone multiple times and has never actually happened. But here we are. You know, I've read somewhere that it's actually set to end in like year 3700 and some odd number. Funny you should say that. Because that is one of the years mentioned in my bit today. Oh, hey. So maybe they're on to something. <laughs> I'll be long dead by then, so bring it on. No, we're going to become vampires and live forever. All right, fucking Edward. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I chose to do um, Baba Vanga who is called the Nostradamus of the Balkans. And I'm disappointed in you. Why? You forgot your, your signature line again. Oh, I'm going to start over and I'll cut it out. All right. <laughs> Let's dive in. <laughs> I know, I forgot to say it last week too, and it was really sad. I was like editing, and I was like, you stupid, you made it your thing, and it's not even your thing. All right. Anyways, thank you. Thank you for catching that. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's dive in. So I chose to do Baba Vanga, the Nostradamus of the Balkans. She was born Vangelia Pandiva Gustarova on October 3rd, 1911. And she's more commonly known, obviously, as Baba Vanga, which means Grandma Vanga. Um, she was a Bulgarian mystic, clairvoyant, and Uh, herbalist and healer she was blind since childhood which some of my sources said that she was about 12 um, when she was blinded and according to her she was um, lifted by a tornado during a storm and it dropped her in a nearby field and then after she was found she was unable to open her eyes because they were covered in sand and dust and she was in severe pain um, she lived with just her father, so, and stepmother, but, uh, her family only had money for, like, a partial 
operation to try to fix her injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, so she gradually ended up losing her sight completely. Um, in 1925, she was sent to a school for the blind where she learned braille, piano, knitting, cooking, and cleaning. Oh, hey. I couldn't even learn piano, knitting, cooking, or cleaning, not being blind. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, guys, she still <laughs> burns pizza. <laughs> I tried to learn piano and the teacher was so mean to me that I just quit going. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So she returned home after her stepmother died, and uh, her family was pretty poor, so she ended up just having to work all day, all the time. In 1939, she contracted pleurisy, which is a lung inflammation problem. The way you said that, though. (laughs) I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. That's the problem. (laughs) Pleurisy? Question mark? Uh, anyways, so I guess it went inactive for years and then flared, but, and a doctor said that she would die, but she ended up recovering. Um, during World War II is when she began attracting believers in her abilities to heal and tell fortunes. Many people visited her to try to get a hint at whether their relatives were alive, um, or where they had ended up dying at during World War II. Even the um, Bulgarian Tsar visited her, visited her in 1942. And then after World War II, um, Bulgarian politicians, leaders from different Soviet republics sought her counsel. Um, then later on in the 1990s, later on in the 1990s, a church was actually built with the money left from her visitors. Um, And she became, like, a religious figure Mm. to people. Uh, Yeah. So she ended up dying on August 11th, 1996 from breast cancer. Oh, man. And the one thing that she had asked after she passed away was at her house in Petrich. Petrich? I don't know how you say that. Was turned into a museum. And it was, and it opened, I believe, in 2008. That was just a quick little, you know, background so you know, you know about your Baba Vanga. But now we'll get into the good stuff. Alright, so here's the list of prophecies that she made that came true. Uh, the beginning of World War II and its consequences. The date on which Tsar Boris III died. The breakup of Czechoslovakia. The riots in Lebanon in 1968. The war in Nicaragua in 1979. The Cyprus conflict of 1974, the election of Indira Gandhi and her assassination, her own death, and she also predicted that her gift would be passed to a 10-year-old girl living in France, although nobody has come forward saying... I was a 10-year-old girl living in France when she died and I have... clairvoyant powers or anything why couldn't it be a 10 year old girl not living in france but living in the united states and her name is kaylin and you know well give her super special powers because you were only two years old the year she was the year she died and she's the one with the prophetic gift i know and if she said france then she meant france (laughs) 
<laughs> Leave me alone. Anyways, so One she <laughs> uh, prophesies the breakup of the Soviet Union, the breakup of Yugoslavia, the Union of East and West Germany, the election of Boris Eltsin, the Chernobyl incident, the date that Stalin died, the World Trade Center attacks on 9-11, the 44th U.S. president would be a black person, the disaster of the Russian Kursk submarine, the conflicts in Syria, which are current, the separation of Crimea, and the return of Simeon, forgive me, Oh, Simeon Saskaberkost. Oh, Jesus you want me to Christ. Try? No. Oh. I'll cut this out. <laughs> no. Saskoberkoski, the second. Say that ten times fast. You know, I practiced it earlier and that did not help at all. Um, so he was the last reigning czar in Bulgaria. In 1946, and then he came back to serve as the prime minister in 2001. Oh, hi. Which means that guy was... I guess he wasn't that old. I guess our grandparents are about that old. Okay, never mind. No, if he was leading in 46... Now he's old. It's like our grandparents <laughs> were, like, born in 46. Like, that's what I was like, wait a second, no, our grandparents were born in the 40s. They weren't reigning over countries in the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> So some other prophecies she has made that have potentially not been fulfilled is that uh, the earth would know peace for a thousand years. It would know peace? Would know peace. Oh. Like we would have peace for a thousand years, which obviously that's not fucking happening. Um... That was just wishful thinking, I think. (laughs) Uh, People will realize the existence of the spiritual world, the um, cures for cancer and HIV AIDS would um, come about and be made um, from a medicine that is made from iron. Hmm. Around 2020, trains will be charged with sun energy, oil extraction will stop, and Mother Earth can rest. Which, sorry, that did not happen. We're trying to frack more shit now than ever, I think. Um, 2018 to 2020, scientists will begin projects to produce helium-3 energy from space. I have no idea what any of that fucking means. (coughs) What the fuck is helium-3? The third helium? (laughs) Duh. Like, so what, it has three protons or three neutrons? Because wouldn't that just make it an entirely different uh, element? I took physics and science in high school. It's been about 10 years, so we're not touching on that subject. I took chemistry, and as a hairstylist, I know a lot of chemistry, but obviously we don't, hair color is not made from helium, so I don't know. It should be. Anyways, around 2050, people will be able to travel to other worlds at 10 times the speed of light. So that sounds like Star Wars to me, boy. In 200 years, humans will contact their quote-unquote brothers in mind from another planet. So apparently our interplanetary siblings. 
Oh, hi. Which, like, I don't know. Um, got little alien sisters running around right now. Yeah, and I'm curious if that means, like, they look like us, but they're not from here, or Ooh, if we have, like, a similar consciousness. Like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Um, Europe would cease to exist by 2016, and it would become a wasteland devoid of life caused by chemical warfare. Um, Hunger Games? <laughs> a lot of people actually think that she kind of predicted Brexit with this one because it was like I don't know I don't quite understand Brexit except for like I don't know it had something to do I don't know did something to the stock market but (laughs) the fuck do I know um so a lot of people say that Europe ceasing to exist has some like predicted brexit although brexit wasn't caused by chemical warfare so i don't know know what that is either i don't know i've not even been to europe so who do i who am i to say anything about how their shit's done um she had predicted that china would become the new superpower by 2018 ending the united states and its economy as far as i know we're still here i guess (laughs) Taken over by our alien brethren. Shit. Hunger will be eradicated around 2025 to 2028. Humans will travel to Venus. Um, Islam will take over Rome in 2043. Hmm. Ice caps will melt by 2045. That sounds plausible. Which, from what I read the trajectory it's pretty close yeah so she's almost spot on with that one yeah that sounds about right that's horrifying (laughs) it's Uh, unfortunate yeah this is what it is um body organs will be cloned by 2046 which this one didn't have any explanation so i'm like are we just we're cloning organs for transplant we're cloning, that wouldn't make sense, Like, though. we're cloning organs so that we live forever. Or, like, so we slap each other with it? Like, like for food? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what sounds good? Yeah. Pancreas. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna cook myself up a kidney tonight. That's disgusting. <laughs> we are not cannibals. That's fucking gross. Um, well, speak, we- for your, speak for myself? Uh, you, got a, you got a secret? All right. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. Not even where I was going with that, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not even you gonna sa- You sounded like you were gonna say wow. Like, <laughs> this is not even where I was gonna go then, with that. Where was it going, please? Like, it was, no. It sounded like you're gonna be pro cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you gotta, you gotta. Oh my god. <laughs> Any anyway. That fucking train wreck uh by 2066 the united states will bring christianity back to the muslim ran rome but this is where i got kind of confused because she predicted that by 2016 the u.s would be no more Mm -hmm. so how the hell is the u.s going to show back up in 2066 championing christianity that's after like, we contact our alien brethren who bring back the U.S. And in 2066, where they're going to rush Christianity over there. Yep. Yeah. I, you know, okay, I'm not even going to touch 
based on <laughs> any of that. I mean, I'm just going to sound really anti-religion, so I'm just going to I'm going to I'm just going to brush over that. Anyways, uh she predicted that communism will return by 2076 and it'll take over it'll start in Europe and take over uh the world. Okay. Oh god. Communism. By 2130, there will be underwater civilizations. Like our people. And then here, this one had two different years in multiple different, um, so like I read like a couple different articles and mm-hmm. uh, I found two years for this one. So um, the earth will die by 3797 yeah that's the same year that i was talking about earlier oh the same exact year the same exact year that's it had two yeah it was like 3797 or 3767 that's disgusting okay so yeah in one article it said 3797 but then in uh, two other articles i read it was 5079 um so uh, but sh- she also said that humans will be advanced enough to have moved to a new star system by the time the Earth dies. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe that's not a good thing. I don't know. So we can just well, if we know a thousand a years of peace before planet. that, then maybe. Or will our thousand years so of peace come after? So if that's 3797, we have to have the thousand years of peace from 2797. Yeah. Good job. Sorry, I had to talk that one through. <laughs> it's been a long day it's for okay. me, okay? Alright. So, supposedly, she also predicted the coronavirus. So, somebody popped up saying that before she died, um, they went to her for a prediction. Mm-hmm. And all she said was, corona will be all over us, quote unquote. And then as soon as the coronavirus broke out last or end of 2019 and then it got carried away in 2020 this woman came out um talking about how oh she predicted that too she told me Mm. um yeah so um there's a lot of articles on the 2021 predictions oh so she had predictions for specific years and here are the ones for 2021 all right and this is a quote the world will suffer. <laughs> Don't even finish it. I'm sorry. I'm stopping you right there. Uh, that's all you need to know. The world will suffer from a lot of cataclysms and great disasters. The consciousness of people will change. Difficult times will come. People will be divided by their faith. We are witnessing events that will change the fate of destiny and humanity. I'm not going to leave my house anymore for the rest of this year, so... Well, I mean, she already predicted that we'd have not been a country in 2016, so I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, this is true. I mean, take this all with a grain of salt, right? It's still creepy as fuck, but... The fact that she's... um, I read... I was going to save it for later, but I might as well just mention it now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her predictions have been 85% correct. Mm. Which, to me, is kind of a staggering amount yeah that's not a fail yeah no that, that <laughs> that's, that's like a, a that's a b it's a like a solid b i have a solid b so she got a solid b in predictions so I, I feel like that's kind of horrifying yeah in a way anyway so the cure for cancer should supposedly come this year 
Well. And her. Well, can I make a comment on that? Go ahead. I was reading an article. And the lady, one of the head scientists that helped create the Pfizer vaccine, mm-hmm. is hoping to use it to help cure cancer. Interesting. Or use, like, the, like, the genetic the makeup yeah. of it. The to... mRNA. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. So, you know um, what? Hey, we're getting close. Yeah. So, I guess her prediction was um, cancer will be bound in iron chains or something like that. So, that's why mm-hmm. they think the medicine will be created out of iron. Okay. Um. She also predicted that uh, our 45th president of the United States would suffer from a mysterious disease that would leave him deaf and cause brain trauma. And some people are saying that uh, because our 45th president caught COVID in October that she was only partially right. Mm. The year's um, not over. I mean, she said 2021, though. Exactly. The year is until So, we're, <laughs> we got a couple months left to f- see this brain trauma happen. <laughs> As if it already hasn't happened. <laughs> oh, God. So, he'll just... He's just gonna... over here smirking. <laughs> so, he, <laughs> so, he's just gonna go deaf this year, basically. <laughs> Not just tone deaf, just real deaf. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so she's predicted uh, that Europe, Europe's economy will fall this year. And an assassination attempt on Vladimir Putin by somebody in his own country will transpire. Mm. Some people are trying to say that... Um, she was off on the years because I guess there was an assassina- assassination attempt on him in 2012. Oh. Um, which I'm pretty sure he stopped it himself. Because that guy's just does, a... F- does that surprise sh- you? No, because he's a strange beast. I watched... What is what is that fighter's name? The guy that just retired because his dad passed away. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Khabib. There's videos of him literally fighting bears when he was like 13 years old, and so that's you're how he say three. I was like, okay, no, all right. like he was like a young teenager, like he was a mm-hmm. teenager, but he was like fighting bears. Yeah, I'm like, is that? I, I, I would never. So you know, that's just something else. Mm-hmm. Um, she's predicted that Islamic extremists will attack Europe. Oh, which I feel like. They've, I don't know, people have been predicting that for a long time, but, um, yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not about promoting, uh, Islamophobia and xenophobia, so I know Muslim people, and they are fantastic people, and so I, I say these things as they are presented to me. I do not promote being afraid of people because of whatever reasons you think you have. And then lastly, she predicted for 2021 that a strong dragon will seize humanity. Three giants will unite. 
Some people will have red money. I see the numbers 100, 5, and many zeros. Quote, unquote. So a lot of people think that the dragon means China. And that the giants equal Russia, India, and China. And that the 100 um, refers to the... Uh, I don't... It's a form of currency, the yuan. Yuan? I don't know. Sorry, guys. And that the the five and the zeros is the 5,000 uh, ruble note. And both of those notes are red. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. To me, sounded like she had read The Hobbit and just had a scary dream afterwards. <laughs> you know what? It's didn't, the, didn't The Hobbit come out before she passed away, too? Well, The Hobbit was written, yeah, he wrote all that back in like the 40s and 50s, so. <laughs> Sorry, I was just yeah, thinking of the saying. timing of the movie. <laughs> no, not the movie. I th- I don't know. Oh, there was a cartoon version, I think, in the 70s. Yeah, maybe she watched the cartoon of The Hobbit. <laughs> a dragon and three giants. It's literally, like, the basis of The Hobbit. Every time I've tried to watch The Hobbit, I've fallen asleep. I've never seen The Hobbits all the way through. Okay, well. You're not a true Lord of the Rings fan. Get off my podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's fine. The movies, the Hobbit movies take creative direction of things that didn't actually transpire in the books or transpired while Bilbo was knocked out. So you're not. That's fine. <laughs> Thanks for your permission. It's fine. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, so some of her predictions are said to have been altered by changing the wording. So, supposedly, her prediction of 9-11 said that the U.S. would be attacked by, quote-unquote, steel birds. But apparently, that's not actually what she said. Oh. So, the steel birds part was added by, quote, like, quote-unquote, trolls on the internet mm-hmm. to make it fit what was going, what on. Was going on. Yeah. Um, she also never wrote down any of her prophecies. So, all of them are word of mouth mm. she only spoke her prophecies to people mm-hmm. and so you're basically getting a secondhand version of her prophecies as it is yeah also i'm assuming that in translating there could be some error in the wording because yes. i mean we see error in wording in Daily. translations all the time yeah um and just some like general things about prophecies fun fact time not f- i mean not fun fact time but like it's all sounds really scary but i mean in general like the wording of prophecies is always vague enough that people it's kind of easy for people to put mm-hmm. whatever current event is happening like you can kind of manipulate whatever's happening to fit yeah certain prophecies so if you went through all of her lists of prophecies granted she did go year by year Mm -hmm. but obviously like i said a strong dragon will seize humanity like the wording is vague Mm -hmm. you know like a strong dragon i mean that could literally mean a dragon pops up out of the earth you know what i mean and then we get giants like maybe we get fairy tale creatures back again i don't know you know what i mean she could literally be down for that it could be literal or like people said but it's like the wording is always vague enough Mm -hmm. that 
you can kind of manipulate it to mean almost whatever you want it to mean. Yeah. Um, and then I read a, a really interesting uh, article on PBS.com. <laughs> um, I'm not going to like go too hardcore into it, but it was like a, it was an article basically like why we love apocalyptic predictions, like why we like doomsday prophecies. Mm. Um, or why they're interesting to us mm-hmm. and a little bit of it, it's like people like drama oh yes obviously yeah, of course um it gives an order and shape to human experience mm-hmm. prophecies can give meaning or coherence to current events world events technology and politics mm-hmm. so where i'm sure we all experienced last year when we're trying to reach out for you know, coherence amid chaos, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, well, somebody predicted this happened. It might, like, maybe trying to explain away, like, oh, we knew this would happen eventually, or makes it feel a little bit better. Mm -hmm. That, you know, it just provides some kind of meaning. Yeah. So, and that's my last point here, is that they get it these kinds of prophecies give human history meaning and it gives people a divinely ordained meaning to life yeah you know um that things happen because you know their religion of choice says it will happen mm-hmm. or you know it just it gives people coherence and meaning to life i guess and meaning to events like these things don't just happen like yeah you know no, and that I totally get it helps people rationalize shit that happens to them or shit that's happening in the world which yeah. makes sense after the chaotic year of last year i would love to have heard that oh see baba freaking vanga she freaking predicted all of it you know mm-hmm. it make it does maybe make you feel a little better like oh somebody saw it coming yeah which kind of like leaves me with like the fact that all of her, or not all, but most of her predictions were, like, political, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, I mean, supposedly she predicted, like, the deaths and assassinations of people that, like, to the day. Yeah. Um, like, she predicted the day Stalin would die. Mm Mm-hmm. But then it's like, because they're so political in nature, it's like, well, yeah, like, you could have said, oh, yeah, America will have a black president and people will be upset about it. Well, that's real vague. Yeah. And real easy. And yeah, that's exactly what happened. You know what I mean? It's like, it, I feel like when you make political predictions, you're already kind of like in a 50-50 chance of it being true. Because yes. like, if you know anything about the politics happening or the events mm-hmm. happening, like you can kind of predict where it's going to go, you know? Yeah. So not not saying that she's not an actual clairvoyant and was telling, you know you know, what the spirits were telling her, what yes. whatever her consciousness is telling her to tell other people. But it just, I kind of feel like in some senses, some of the political, you know, mm-hmm. uh, some of the political predictions are kind of just like, well, yeah, if you know anything about politics and people and chaos, then yeah, you could have predicted, <laughs> you know, that this person was going to be assassinated or that this person would come back to be reelected again or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? No, yeah. So some totally. of those I feel like she just kind of guessed and got lucky. 
but some of them are pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess we'll see. Apparently she's down for aliens, so we're down okay. for aliens. So let's see how it goes. Of course. Well, I mean, if in 200 years, I oh yeah, kind of kind of hope I'm I'm keeled over. Well, hopefully they're replicating organs by then, so oh, we can just this... keep replenishing our organs every time they start to rot. <laughs> just have our organs in the freezer, like all right, time to replace my liver. <laughs> we don't even need transplants anymore. You just plop that shit right in. You just interchange it like yeah. a Lego block. <laughs> Something. <laughs> oh, so what do you have for us? Um, this week? I pronounce his name wrong all the time because I want to call him Nordstradamus, but I'm bringing you guys Nostradamus today. <laughs> Nordstromsdamus. <laughs> He's got a bougie taste. <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry, give me a second. <laughs> All right, going in to just, I'm going to just jump right into this. Cause you got to dive right this, in? Yes, I'm going to dive right in. I wasn't going to take your little shebang over there. That's all right, I forget it all the time. Nostradamus. Don't yell into the microphone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nostradamus, he was born in December of 1503, so we are taking it back quite a while. Quite some time. In South France. He was one of nine kids. Um, his real name is Michael de Nostra- Nostradam, and his grandfather, Guy Gesson, well, I'm assuming. Oh, oh. oh that sounded professional. I, I took one year of French. <laughs> <laughs> Are you bougie, huh? <laughs> you got a croissant? <laughs> I want a croissant? Yes. Um, he actually changed their last name to Nostradam to avoid a persecution during the Inquisition. Oh, good. Yes. I don't didn't really look into what the Inquisition was because I didn't want to go on a tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a very intelligent child, advancing through school quickly. His maternal grandfather tutored him in Latin, Greek, Hebrew, and mathematics. He was also introduced to H to ancient rites of Jewish tradition and celestial sciences, which exposed him to the idea of the heavens and how they drive human destiny. Hmm. At 14, he entered college. But unfortunately, that's also when the plague happened. So he had to leave. (laughs) Oh, sounds like coronavirus. Mm. (laughs) And then... He couldn't distance learn? No. (laughs) Not this time. (laughs) Uh, he actually re-entered in 1522 to finish his doctorate in medicine. Um, some say that he was actually expelled due to working as an apothecary, which in, mm-hmm. I guess, that time is just, like, trade work. And the church and universities were not for it. But others yeah. say so that I- he wasn't expelled and he received his license in, in 1525, his medical license in 1525. Mm. He then Latinized his last name to Nostradamus. I don't know. Oh. I don't know if that's to hide some more or, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was to hide his uh, apothecary witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong guy. That was Nostradam. I'm Nostradamus. <laughs> he would then travel to help with the plague, um, and he was noticed for keeping a record number of patients alive. And do you want to guess how? Or do you want me to just tell you? Electricity? No. <laughs> no. Oh, not like Frankenstein? No. Oh. Uh, alcohol? 
almost meth not meth it wouldn't be meth that's uh that's made out of like cleaner um let's see what would you have had back opiates you're never gonna guess okay because he helped them practice good hygiene (laughs) i'm already saying our drugs and he's like brush your fucking teeth (laughs) wash yourself and he encouraged the removal of corpses from the streets <laughs> it seems so simple. <laughs> I mean, right now, <laughs> wash your ass and bury your dead. <laughs> you know, but whatever. <laughs> I need that on a t-shirt. Wash your ass and bury the dead. Dude, I'm making that into a sticker. Can you please? I want like seven of them. <laughs> I am. <laughs> That's our new logo. <laughs> Welcome to the creep end. Wash your ass and bury your dead. Oh my fucking god. Anyways, please. please. Um, he was a local celebrity. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> like he's giving them amphetamines. You're like, no, he told them to bathe. I forgot people didn't bathe back then. Yes, bathing was that. not a thing. It wasn't I, just yes, hard drugs. You, it was... Or you shared your whole family's <laughs> bath water like once every month. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, he taught them how to change it real good. <laughs> Regularly. He's like, you see this stuff? It gets bubbly. Like, rub that on your body. <laughs> My eyes are watering. I'm crying. <laughs> Why it's so funny, but it is. Um, he received financial support from citizens from the citizens of Province, and he was invited to work with a leading scholar. Um, a few years later, he was. I skipped. Oh no, I didn't. A few years later, he was married and had two kids, but unfortunately, they died, most likely from the plague. Both oh. or all three of them, his wife and his kids. I'm sure they were very well hygiened. You know what? I'm sure they were, too. Um, He made an off-handed remark about a religious statue that resulted in charges of hearsay against him. Heresy. Heresy. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, And, you know, you don't fuck with with religious shit. Well, they were already trying back and back that far. Well, they were already trying to get him for having worked in an apothecary or as an apothecary. Then, like, yeah, they were just waiting. Um, in 1538, because of these charges, he left province to travel through Italy, Greece, and Turkey, and he took this time to travel to, quote, mystery schools, unquote, and this is when it is believed that he had his psychic awakening. Oh. Um, Nostradamus said while traveling through Italy, he saw... Why can't I pronounce this? Fra- Franciscan monks mm-hmm. identifying one as a future pope. Oh. This man, Felice per- Peretti, became Pope Sixtus the fifth? Fifth? Is it a V? It's a V. Yeah, five. Five. Okay. In 1585. <laughs> oh. So he was right. That was his first prediction. Yep. Funny he re- that it's a pol- sort of a political one. Yeah. Anyways, it's a popey. Um, well, popes were bought off by lots of 
wealthy families and politicians back then. But anyway, yeah. please continue. Sorry. <laughs> he, As I digress. <laughs> he returned to his hometown in 1547, settling down with a new wife and had six more kids. Oh. He had also took this time to publish two books. The first one, Galen, which was the Roman physician. And the second one is the, t- the Trait de, de Fardemens. I'm yeah. sorry. Your guess is as good as mine. Me- it's a medical cookbook for treating the plague. Uh, <laughs> medical cookbook? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm assuming, like, herbs and spices and stuff. Oh. Not just washing your ass with soap or m- learning how to make soap to wash your ass. Maybe. Oh, who knows? Uh, he moved away from medicine and focused on the... The... Uh, 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 the occult? Uh, occult? Occult. Is that how you say it? O-C-C-U-L-T? Yep. Yes. Thank occult. you. I can't read my own handwriting today, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. And in 1550, he wrote his first almanac of astrological information and predictions of the coming year. And in this time, almanacs were the thing. Yeah. They were like... That's where you got your info. Mm Mm-hmm. In 1554, Nostradamus' visions had become important in his work, and he put all of his energies towards an opus called Centuries. He would write 10 volumes that would contain 100 predictions that would forecast the next 2,000 years. Oh. And these are actually archived, and you can find them on the internet. Nice. Yes. Um, He devised a method of obscuring the prophecies by using quatrains mixed of languages like Greek, Italian, (laughs) Greek, Italian, Latin, and Provencal um, which is the Southern France dialect. Mm-hmm. Uh, he became one of the most famous figures during the Renaissance because of this. Uh, some actually thought that he was the servant of the devil. Sounds about right. Sane, insane and fake. But many more believe that the prophecies were inspired spiritually. So. Okay. But I guess that all goes hand in hand. Um, yeah. Just how you look at it. Yeah. This kind of goes to my favorite part, though, because this is how I learned about Nostradamus. Uh-huh. Catherine de Medici. Ah, uh, yes. The wife of King Henry II of France was an admirer of his. She actually called on him to make prophecies about her children. So, okay. All right, so that part was real. That part was real. All right, so... For those of you who have no idea, we're referencing the TV show Rain. Which I watched for the first time, like, a year and a half ago. Which is wildly, typically historically incorrect. And... They got a few points Very right, dramatic, but, but there's a few things that are correct. And I'm glad that that's one of them, because yes. half the time Nostradamus is there in Catherine's, like... Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. I was going to say, like, in her, uh... Bedroom? <laughs> like, he works for her. Yes, and he continues to. <laughs> Anyways. So. <laughs> she oh, I gotta go to buttholes. <laughs> she summoned him to Paris after learning of his prophecies, hinting uh, to unnamed threats to the family. 
Uh, she later would make him counselor and physician in ordinary to King Henry's court. Hmm. Yes. Which? So did he actually predict the death of the blonde guy? Uh, the blonde guy was the the prince. Yeah. Um. No. Oh. But he did predict King Henry's death. Oh, even worse. In 1556, he explained a prophecy in which a young lion would overcome an older Mm. on the battlefield. The young lion would pierce the eye of the older one and would die a cruel death. And when King Henry was 41 years old, he died in a jousting match with the opponent. Did he get him in the eye? Pierced the king's visor and entered his head behind the eye deep into his brain. Yikes. And Nostradamus said he basically... Ha I called oh, it. <laughs> yeah, so I was actually reading more into that. And, like, the king actually lived for quite some time afterwards. It was, I mean, for that for that being, like, an extraordinary, What's like... That, like, three days? It was, like, almost five days. Oh. Which I think is a very long time considering what the fuck yeah, it was just like happened. Yeah, really brutal lobotomy. Yeah. Ugh. So he he died of an infection from it didn't even die like on impact but died from the infection Ew. that happened after i thought that was interesting huh. um nostradamus said he based his predictions on judicial astrology the art of forecasting future events by calculation of the planets and stellar bodies in relationship to the earth hmm. what? Right. i thought that was cool excuse me Uh, Many scholars think that he paraphrased ancient end-of-the-world prophecies, then through astrological readings of the past, uh, projected these events into the future. He has been criticized for incompetence and assuming comparative horoscopy could predict and assuming comparative horoscope... What the f- horoscopy could predict the future oh my god i hate that word oh dear jesus so i was reading into it a little bit further or trying to at least and i wanted to really know what the roman catholic church really thought of him because i'm like they're very you know it's a very religious time very religious place Mm -hmm. and i could not find anything i mean they had to have thought he was a heretic i'm sure i i like like i feel like if you're out there making predictions making Mm -hmm. these claims and you're using the stars to do it and you're not saying oh jesus came to me or god came to me or you're not or like God th- align these stars or for going me. through yeah. the church to yeah. put you know what I mean like I'm sure they they weren't down yeah but I like I really wanted to know like what type of relationship they had with each other like whether it was like a, we're just gonna leave you alone and let you be a fucking crazy person mm. or like if they had like a problem with him and like we're trying to keep him from doing things and I really couldn't find anything on like the relationship that they had. Hmm. Well, maybe nobody, like, complained to the Pope about him. Maybe. Or maybe, you know, because he got, 
he predicted Pope Sixtus the Fifth would become Pope. Yeah, but so that's that in little... 1585. That was when later? he would become Pope, and this dude died in 1566. So he oh. became Pope 20 years after he died. Oh. Oh, never mind. So they. So weren't yeah. BFFs. Okay. No. All right. Anyway. So yeah, going back. So in July of 1566, he died. Oh. Um, he suffered from gout and arthritis oh. that turned into edema and or uh, dropsy. Okay. Where it's an abnormal amount of fluid gathers under the skin or in cavities of the body, which would cause him to have heart failure. Oof. Um, His last spoken prophecy was, quote, you will not find me alive at sunrise, end quote, and was found dead the next morning. But I feel as if when you are passing away or dying, you know. know. (laughs) You just know. Yeah, I would imagine. So, um, Nostradamus predicted most earthquakes, wars, floods, invasions, murders, droughts, battles, and plagues. Mm. But like you were saying earlier, his prophecies were so vague Mm -hmm. that they... You can manipulate the wording to mean anything. What you need it to mean. Yes. Yeah. So there was, there's that. Um, enthusiasts credit him to the French Revolution, mm-hmm. the rise of Napoleon and Hitler, mm-hmm. de- uh, development of the atomic bomb, oh, yeah, assassination of JFK, mm-hmm. September 11th, 2001, mm-hmm. and most recently, the rise of COVID-19. Oh, they're equate. oh. So, and I do have a quote that relates to COVID-19. Okay. Or his prophecy. Near the gates and within two cities, there will be two scourges, the like of which never was seen. Uh, Famine within plague, people put out by steel, crying to the great immortal God for relief. End quote. I, I mean. But that's fake. At least... Baba Vanga said Corona. Yeah. No, and that that's, yeah. Supposedly. Oh, yeah, but hers are hearsay. His are written down, at least, I guess. That's true. And archived. But, it, like, yeah, I mean, the wording is so flowery. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you have any more? Oh, I just have stuff about rain. Oh, God. Because, <laughs> like the, I the said. The other Sutherland. Yes, the other Sutherland, just because, like, literally how I found out about this guy, because I'm not a history buff like my sister. Like, I was not quite into history. She's not as nerdy. <laughs> well, at least not in that sense. Um, but you're about to give us freaking the drop. <laughs> bro, but I could tell you who is who from which is uh. what. <laughs> like, I was, we were watching, a, um, sorry, side note, we were watching a like documentary about building bridges in like different countries the other day Mm -hmm. and i'm listening to the narrator's voice and i'm like i know that fucking voice i'm like that's fucking jeff bridges (laughs) and brian's like who i'm like that's jeff bridges and sure enough i googled it and it was jeff bridges i will literally say hey is that the and justin will go yes (laughs) he doesn't he He's yeah. It's my hidden talent. He already. Guys. That's my hidden talent too. There's one time at work, um, back when I was an assistant, uh, the girl I was assisting, she was like, she was talking, she was describing the show she had been watching or mm-hmm. the movie that she had seen, and I was listening 
from across the room. Maybe I wasn't assisting at the time. Maybe I had just gotten in my chair. Mm-hmm. But I was listening for, to her from across the room. And all of a sudden she goes, Brittany, who was that guy from that movie? And I was like, oh, you're talking about blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, that's it. And mm. everyone looked at me like, how did you even piece that together? Because like, she literally just had just mm-hmm. description of the movie. And yeah. so obviously I'd seen the movie or whatever. But like I was like, oh, yeah, it's so-and-so. And she's like, yeah, that's Britney's hidden talent. She always knows everybody. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we could share that hidden talent. That's because we watched far too much television as children. This is very true. We know everyone. And especially, like, 80s movies and weird yep. shit like that. Again, the other Sutherland brother. Yes. He's an Ostrobomus. So. But he's not. He's no key for Sutherland. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I can't do it. 80s. He's so ugly. No, 80s Lost Boys key for Sutherland is where it is at bleached out mullet and all. Ugh, no, That's thank the you. only time a mullet is appropriate on. This is on Kiefer Sutherland. On young Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> Could you imagine it with? Uh, imagine it on him now. <laughs> no. I just actually kind of pictured Donald Sutherland with a mullet, and that didn't go over well in my head either. So, <laughs> anyways, give us your rain tidbits. Um. So, like I said, I f- I found out this guy was a person from this TV show. Um. He was played by Rosif or Rosif Sutherland, who was actually the son of Donald Sutherland, who plays President Snow in The Hunger Games, for those of you who aren't really good with faces. It's all full circle. <laughs> um, and he's only half-brother to Kiefer, by the way. I just wanted to add well, that They both in. have some weird-ass names, so they definitely... This is true. ...didn't miss that part of the family. <laughs> Um, he played the right-hand man to Catherine de' Medici in the show, and he was mostly in the first season. He left, then came back, because he was helping with King Francis, so when, uh, Francis was able to become king, mm-hmm. he was, like, helping him, like, hide his illness that he had. That's the blonde guy That's the blonde guy, earlier. yeah. Um, and he leaves again and comes back in season three. And tells Catherine that his visions have changed about France. Oh, sorry. Because one of the biggest predictions in the beginning of the show, which is why the show, I think, is what it is, Mm -hmm. is because um, Mary, Queen of Scots, is Mm -hmm. supposed to be marrying King Francis. But his prediction is that she is going to be the reason that he dies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, But... So he comes back in season three or whatever and, like, tells Catherine that his visions changed and all this shit. And Francis does die, like, predicted in season one. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, and, you know, you got fandom people everywhere, I don't think it was for the reasons that it wasn't because of Mary anymore. I think it was because his illness got to him and he couldn't fight in his little sword fighting arena that he had going on right there. So when I watched it, that the takeaway I had was that he was, he had been like, bro, this was just an overview. We can go really No, like he had been like a weak child. He, you know, I'm pretty sure. And then... Who are we talking about? Not in real about? life. We're talking about Rain. I'm, talking, I'm not talking about real life. Are we talking about Nostradamus? Francis, no. Oh, Francis. But he had been, like, a weak child, so he was already sickly. Yeah, he was, and he then, was sick as a kid. And then he had that weird ear bleeding thing, 
Mm-hmm. And so basically Nostradamus was just like, yeah, dude, this guy's going to die and getting married to this chick's probably going to stress him out the rest of the way and that's what's going to take him out. So, like, it was basically just a, like, an excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that they're trying to use Nostradamus as, like, yeah, the great predictor of things. Yeah. But to me it was, like, it just felt more like, I mean, yeah, he's going to die, like, mm-hmm. and I need to tell the queen what she needs to hear. Well, yeah. That it's not her fault that she made a sickly child, that it's mm-hmm. going to be this chick's fault for stressing him the hell out. Yeah. And that's kind of what happened, I think. Yeah. It was like, that chick was, I mean, there's lots of drama that didn't happen in real life, so mm-hmm. I'm sure. But yeah. Well, she does get her head chopped off at the end, but Well, you know, I mean, that's, yeah. That's the end of season four. <laughs> I actually, I think that's the only season I didn't watch, to be honest. I remember watching him keel over, but I don't remember that, so I think I missed the last season. Mm. But it also got too... It just got too cheesy for me. Yeah. Which I'm down for historical fiction, but sometimes it's like... Like, there's this other show on Hulu with Nicholas Holt in it, and he's playing... uh, Mm -hmm. What what, Nicholas Holt? He's, like, playing a Russian king. Oh, Which I'm like, you couldn't find anyone less British than Nicholas Holt. No. But <laughs> I guess not. But uh, and that's it's so like over the top. Like they tried to modernize in like certain senses, and like some of the music is modern. That it's just like I can't watch it because like yeah, they've, no, I they've get taken that. it to like a really germ like like a like they're trying to make it like a old fashioned almost like sitcom-y but mm-hmm. still dramatic yeah and historical no. and so none of it's making sense so i, I yeah. quit watching it, it just no and i, I totally sense. get that i had to finish it though it's like one of those things i had to do if i started it i have to finish it yeah that's how i feel about this fucking twilight book and i'm only on page like 110 now. <laughs> oh but going back to like recognizing people another oh. person i recognized in this show was prince or king or duke king. narcisse Oh, and do you know who he played? He uh, Legolas's brother in Lord of the Rings. Yes, yes, I did know that. <laughs> and um, he's hot either way, so I did know that. Yes, I was, I was like, okay, I see you. Mm-hmm. But like I said, all of his like he's got plenty of books that he's written. He's got plenty of movies made about him. There's plenty of books written about him, and his oh, yeah. predictions are. Or prophecies, I'm sorry, prophecies are archived. Yeah. So, yeah, if you y'all want to look those up, it's on the interwebs. <laughs> Google it yourself. Yeah, because I, I was a little too lazy to Google it all for you today. That's right. There's a lot. He has a lot of prophecies. I know, like, the main, like, one of the main ones that people kind of mm-hmm. argue about for him is the Hitler prediction one. Yeah. Because it's like... Oh, a man will rise, or a boy, a boy born to poor, a poor family will rise in the east, and it's something. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so vague, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's like I said, is like one of the things about prophecies is uh, like the wording's vague enough that you can make it mean what you want it to mean when mm-hmm. you need it to mean it. And of course, you know, like history, like hindsight's twenty twenty, so you can always go back and try to like match up. Like, yeah. Oh, this kind of sounds like this, but you know. I mean, the one where he predicted King Henry dying, mm-hmm. two lions will fight and get stabbed in the face or stabbed in the eye. Like that's pretty impressive. That's pretty. That's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um. 
so yeah well that's uh that's it on prophecies for t for now i don't i feel like like those were the two most prominent prophets that weren't like religious prophets like every yeah. time i put famous prophets it was like the bible stuff and i'm like no that's not what i mean like yeah i feel like because she's more current mm -hmm. and then he's like the most well known yeah so i thought that those are that's like a good blend so yeah kind of spooky kind of weird definitely not kinda normal fun. but kind of fun at the same time you know if you like hearing <laughs> that the world's gonna end oh. in 30 37 27 37 <laughs> Or here's her prediction for 2021. <laughs> the world sucks. <laughs> the world will see disaster. The world will suffer. <laughs> oh, man. Like, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we adequately nerd-talked in between everything this time. Yeah. And I haven't watched Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier yet, so... I started it. I heard I got good. through the first 25 minutes... And Rowan is, like, really into superheroes right now. Mm -hmm. So she said that I couldn't watch it without oh, her. So okay. I had to pause it and then let Rowan do what four-year-olds yeah. do, I guess. Yeah. So I got to wait for her to watch the last 20. <laughs> yeah, wait for minutes. her to get off of her busy schedule and come watch Falcon <laughs> and Winter I Soldier. I, you know, I am, like, as a girl mom in that sense, like, so excited for it like she is into the superheroes and yeah. not just like no offense to the girls moms who aren't into superheroes like yeah but she's she's, she's not nerdy, just like into us. like barbies yeah. and doing my makeup she's like no mom like i want superhero shit yeah she does also remind me of the makeup bag i stocked for her i have mm. makeup at my house tt yeah she doesn't okay. get to use it well you don't get to play with mine either so <laughs> get out of my room. good try get out of my room um yeah no the one thing i saw the only spoiler i saw on the internet was um the like knockoff captain america it's like u.s agent i guess is what he's called mm, i have i don't think i've gotten oh, that far it? like oh, i said okay. i've only watched the first half so i saw everybody was like oh look it's like it's like a walmart brand captain america like wish brand yeah <laughs> and uh it's actually uh russ no Kurt Russell's son. Oh. Yeah. I can't picture him right now because all that's coming to my mind is freaking The Christmas Chronicles? No. no. The guy who played in Fast and the Furious who's the son of somebody famous. So, so famous. <laughs> oh. That guy. Oh my god, hold on. No, this is the one time I don't know who you're talking about. Oh god. <laughs> that guy who's the son of you somebody You don't watch famous. The Fast and the Furious like I do. I so. absolutely do not. Oh my god. Why isn't Google working fast enough? <laughs> do you you want to pause it? <laughs> <laughs> just keep waiting. <laughs> we just had to pause for about three minutes. <laughs> While Kaylin checked the casts of all nine Fast and the Furiouses <laughs> it was only to like find five. Clint Eastwood's son. Scott Eastwood. He, na he named his son Scott. Why does yeah. that so that doesn't seem like something Clint Eastwood would name his son? Well his wife probably did it, or baby mama. I feel like he would have named his son like Hunter or <laughs> Gather. <laughs> no, like something I don't know, beastie. 
I don't know, something that he determined beastie. I don't know. But yes. That's John Wayne. <laughs> that's who I was thinking of when you said Kurt Russell's son. It's John Wayne? No, it's Scott Eastwood. Oh, no. It, his name's Wyatt Russell. Oh, I've got to Google him too. He looks like Kurt Russell. Oh, I'm sure he does. Um, so yeah, okay. Well, now that you guys know Clint Eastwood's son's name is Scott, we all gonna... We're, oh, we're... I know this guy. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Sorry, oh. All right. All right. Now y'all know who Wyatt Russell and Scott Eastwood is, so have fun with that knowledge. Um, and yeah, follow us on the Instagrams. Uh, like us on Facebook, although Facebook's been trying to like get me to pay to like promote our page, so I don't think a lot of people are seeing our page, so... Um, yeah whatever uh yeah i you can find us everywhere to listen now and um that's it cool thanks for listening we'll catch you next week <laughs> bye okay, okay bye